Hi, I'm Peter. And I'm... Goodness gracious. Okay, I got to give a little bit of backstory on that. Why? Because the, you just started the episode with, I am ying. <laughs> okay. Well, so, that caught you off guard big time. <laughs> completely did. So, we have, we are actually, at this moment, 10 minutes into recording our episode. Um, because we have been sitting here trying to figure out why we weren't recording in the first why place. Why we weren't recording because we we talked yes. such good stuff. Yes. So I started. I started. I thought I started recording, but I didn't because you had a moment. I had a moment, and so here we are. Just. Yapping away, and I turn, yacking away, yacking away, <laughs> and I turn my head to look at the computer, and what do I see? Nothing. I did not hit record. Actually, I'm the one who saw it. I was like, "Isn't that supposed to be counting?" Yeah. Why is there no counter? So, so yeah. So we are ten minutes. Into an episode that you will never hear. Yeah, so because, sad, isn't it? Yes. So if you're wondering why she started it off with yak, well, it was really for you. It was to throw you off. Yeah. It was because that was not expected. But I have to explain it. Yes. So the reason she started off with yak was because I don't even know how we got to it, but you asked me about a yak and what it was. Damn it! And we'll never be able to go back and listen. Nope. <gasps> I just feel like I've lost a part of me. Yes. That's so, so terrible. something happened with a yak. Well, we did see what is a yak. It. I remember to, oh no. And I said it was a water buffalo. You said it was like, like at least give buffalo. yourself a little credit. And then I don't Those. remember anything else after that. Well, we did establish that it is a family to the cow and buffalo. And it is a wild ox. With long shaggy hair that lives in the mountains of Tibet. And you said something about, do I know how a yak got its name? And you oh, said it's because yes. of the sound. But because I don't even know sound. why I brought it up. Yak. <clears throat> so funny. Okay. So funny. Anyways, so that brought us to a conversation about the zoo. Yes. And so, does anybody like the zoo? I mean... Do you like the zoo? Did you grow up going to the zoo? If I told you that I did, I would lie to you. You don't have any memory of it at all? I remember going to the zoo, but mm -hmm. I don't remember... Paying attention or anything? No, I don't remember it being like a thing that we went... So maybe you went once? Maybe, a couple times. And you I... never watched Discovery Channel or oh, Nature? Discovery... Discovery Channel was on at my house all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. We we always had Discovery Channel on. Um, And I'm talking about back then when it was like Channel 2 and it was all the animal shows? Yes. All the 
Really? The lion is sitting out in the, in the in the prairie and it's sitting there waiting for its prey as it comes through the brush. David Attenborough. Yes, Attenborough. Oh, sorry. Isn't it Attenborough? Oh, yeah. You know, it's a name. It's up to interpretation how you say it. There are no I, rules. Actually, when he says that his name is Attenborough. Oh, what did I, I say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Anyways. but so you enjoyed it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we we always I always enjoyed like animal stuff. And I don't know why I feel like I've been fascinated with animals forever but not to the point of wanting to be a vet or work with animals or anything like that it's just the wildness of out there the ocean the mountains all these animals who live in different you know habitats or whatever it's always fascinated me and I even remember I don't know if you had this but there's some toys that I remember Ooh, from childhood. The little plastic ones. The little plastic ones. You'd I put can't a dollar wait. In the machine. No. Yeah. I didn't get them like that. How'd you get them? They were either hand me downs from someone else or at the Dollar Tree. They used to you, sell like a package. You never got to press the button and watch. That is a memory from the zoo. Ah, I always wanted to. I saw the kids. Yeah, I, I saw remember. The kids who got to I remember do that. we would leave. That I would. Do they still have those machines? Yes, because we made them for the kids. I love those machines. Remember, we made mm-hmm. them for the kids. Yeah, you'd put like a dollar in the machine, and it was like a little <coughs> like plastic molding thing, and you'd have to find them throughout the zoo. Collect were, them all. Do collect? Yeah, collect them all. There were a bunch of different. Um, animals mm-hmm. and you'd go and get them from each of the machines and there were wax pretty yep. much that hardened yep and when they came out of the bottom they were still warm <laughs> mm. i remember it because yeah. of our kids mm-hmm. but you okay sorry I, I had some air there uh but you had some air yes didn't you hear me like hiccuping it was like a hiccup slash swallow oh, okay. slash something i don't know something happened there. is having some air a medical term no, that's called layman's term for people who don't understand medical terms. But about the plastic toys, that's Sling. the Miami Zoo thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if other people do that because well, you you just went to the zoo. I did not see anything at all where you would make a plastic figurine. So maybe not. A, I mean, could the cold weather not allow the machine to get hot enough? Or maybe that's that's an, a thing. Mm-hmm. But they freeze. I don't know. But maybe they had something else. Maybe you could get like, oh, because couldn't you do a coin as well? Yeah, I do think the, I the saw coins a coin. Where you flatten them out. Yes, and it would imprint something mm-hmm. on the side where it was like yeah, you do the it with, zoo. The, with the penny. Mm-hmm. You put the penny in, and you put fifty cents, and you crank. They make a you, penny that's make, worth fifty cents. They make you do all the work. Yeah, I mean it is cool. It's cool, but anyway, um, I have this. I remember these toys. Uh, I loved the farm animals. And they would bring the little fence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would set all the animals up. I loved the the wild animals, the lion, the, the elephant, and all that. I remember being a kid and wanting to go on a safari. I feel like the movies back then 
portrayed a safari in a way that <clears throat> it may still be true to this day. You know, there's a there's a lot of things that you see in movies that then you go experience them and, and you're you think, wow, that's really different than what I saw in a movie. But I feel like there's two things that are portrayed in movies that that's exactly what they are like when you go in real life. Right. What movies have you seen that have a safari? Oh, there were um, like movies. Like, I remember there being old movies. Um, are the, are these um, library checkout movies? Library checkout movies, or I feel like there was one um, that was with an inspector. I don't know why I'm having like this memory. And it and he went on a safari. I don't know. Maybe it was Pink Panther on safari. I don't know. But even in cartoons, they would show you this. And the little hats and the little jeeps that they used to go through. And, you know, I feel like that's the safari experience. You go to Disney, for example, and they have a, their safari experience. And what Bush do they Gardens. put you on? Right? And they put you on these little... Not, like they're the, not really like the, jeeps, like but the jeep things, yeah. Right, and you're going through looking at all these animals, the Range Rovers or Land Rovers. <clears throat> so, I mean, that's the experience that I feel like a lot of people want. But the other thing that they would show in movies was um, a circus. Mm-hmm. And I, at I least the circus, the circus I went to, and I'm gonna say I only went once. My dad may have a different memory of this, but I feel like we only went once to the Barnum. Was it called mm-hmm. Barnum and Bailey? Barnum and Bailey Circus. Amazing. I don't know if it was I was in an impressionable age, but I remember going and just being completely wowed because in a lot of also the the movies that I watched as a kid, kids would run away with the circus. What kind of movies were you watching? Library I, listen, checkout movies. I know, but I know that you watched weird movies, but... You watched Where the Red Ferns Grow. Yes. You watched The Secret Garden. Yes. Those, those are, were the movies that were playing. Those Free are checkout cla- movies. Those are classics, though. Okay. You're I talking mean, about a movie where kids are running you, away to the circus and... Did you ever watch Alfred Hitchcock or Agatha I Christie? Didn't. No, I, I don't remember Agatha Christie, but Agatha I do. Agatha Christie did um, the murder on the Orient Express. I don't remember seeing that. Really? Yep. But Alfred Hitchcock, Alfred, that's a tongue twister. Alfred Hitchcock, I do remember. So, I mean, I feel like kind of, I mean... We did, My I told you this, my dad used to like to go and rent movies that no one, there was like a section in Blockbuster that said the movies no one watches. And that's where my dad liked to go and say, ooh, look. We talked about that. We, we talk, did. talked about that in that episode. So, <clears throat> and actually, I'm going to even say that the movies he would have picked Definitely did not have anything to do with circuses or safaris. That would definitely be the library. But well, I remember. I remember when we would go to Blockbuster. Because you're talking about Blockbuster, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we would go to Blockbuster, did you say Blockbuster? I did and say I, Blockbuster. I didn't register it. Oh, okay. 
I apologize for my brain being functional and functional. No, you in, said it right. You said it, it right. Is it infunctional? No, you said right. Functional. It's the delusion that you're it's in right now. Delusion. <laughs> Delusions. <laughs> so I remember we would go to Blockbuster. And in when we lived in Marathon in the Keys, we had a Blockbuster video that we would go to. And I remember we'd go in and we had free reign of the store. There was no... Don't go into the restricted sections or anything. We would just go around the store looking for movies. And what Blockbuster did, which looking back on it, is such a smart marketing um, uh, technique. Technique. I was going to say a ploy because it's a little bit of a ploy. But they would put all of their new releases on the back wall. Like it would start, it was alphabetical order from left to right, and it would run across the entire store where it would force you to walk the entire store if you wanted to look and see what was new, what was coming out, and they would make us go back into the like the back corner, like where the office is. I remember the, the layout of it, and it would be back over by the office. And that's where they put the entire kid section. So all the different movies with the, anything I would have to do with, with kids. And I remember that we would, that's kind of where we would gravitate. Well, my sisters would gravitate there. I was already older and I would start looking at the other movies and whatever was going on there. And it's not like today where you go on Netflix and you're like, what's new? And there's just, Eight million new things. It was just a smaller amount of new videos and new stuff that was there. And we would start going through, start digging, and we would pile up like 10 movies each. And we would take it and we would be like, okay, we're ready. And my dad was like, no. Choose one. Choose one <laughs> between the three of you. <laughs> And we we would ha- we would just leave the pile of stuff, <gasps> all the movies in the front. Oh my gosh! Yes, I don't know why that memory came to my mind because you were Wait, saying that. How dad, would you pick? I did won you develop most a, of the time. Did you develop I, no. a system? So, yeah, most of the time. Like I, last I got, time I chose, you no. choose this time. My sisters would be the ones that they would have to alternate between themselves, but I'd always get the movie I wanted. Wow. Did I'm, you promise anything? No. I'm the older. I was the oldest. I was the only boy. So I'd get my movie. Wait. Because your parents chose your movie? No. They were the ones paying for it. I know. But so what do you mean you, you always got your movie? Your sisters conceded to you? No. They had no choice. I would just give. I would choose one. Oh. Later on, I got smarter about it, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to pick 10. I'm just going to pick one and be like, all right, here's the movie. And then my sisters would bring up a bunch, and they're like, no, pick one. And then they'd, they'd take home whatever they're going to take. And a lot of times it was like stupid Barbie movies and I wonder, whatever. have you ever thought about, like, why did Blockbuster go under? Was it all streaming services' fault? Or was it that America 
owes Blockbuster millions of dollars <laughs> in return fees. No, I'm 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 one hundred percent sure it was Netflix's fault. I mean, when I, Netflix started doing the what was it? One disc, two disc, three discs mm-hmm. a week by, or whatever by mail. By mail. A. When they started doing that, that just killed Blockbuster. Because I remember you'd go to Blockbuster, you'd get two movies and some popcorn. And it was ten bucks. Netflix was nine ninety nine, and you could get eight ninety nine. I remember eight ninety nine, and you can get one movie a week, or one or one disc out, <clears throat> one disc out at a time. Well, not only that, but now sometimes you would go to Blockbuster, right? And I remember doing this, going to the the movie section the new releases and they're out yep and it's not there yeah because online you can just check is it available and they would move it remember how remember how they would move it in the queue so if you you, so you'd set up your netflix queue for for the people out there who don't remember this don't remember netflix in its infancy (laughs) so netflix you would go online and you would pick your movies and you'd put them in order of priority that you want them. And then let's say, for example, you chose Harry Potter, Indiana Jones, and Gone with the Wind. If Harry Potter was out, they would send you Indiana Jones. And then Harry Potter would take the second spot. So once you returned Indiana Jones, if Harry Potter was available, they'd send you Harry Potter. So it was a first come, first serve. And for the new releases, you would you would sometimes get, you know, a little bit stuck on there. But I remember saying, oh, it doesn't matter if the movie's not that great. It It's part of the plan. It wasn't that big of a deal. It's kind of like nowadays, you know, we're paying 20 bucks a month for Netflix. And, you know, you can start a movie. And if it's if it sucks, you just turn it off and move on. Right. Because it's part of the plan. Yeah. But interesting, right? How I've I've always thought about all of even the fees that we had mm-hmm. with with Blockbuster, right? And how they would tell you, hey, you have an outstanding balance. I do think that they you would get to a point though where you couldn't rent if you were like at eighty dollars that you owed them, right? You and then guys we would got to eighty dollars. New... What? You guys got the eighty dollars. We guys got to eighty dollars. We didn't. We did. When did we get to eighty dollars? When when we were there, and I remember having to make a new account. You and I. You and I. In our twenty-two years of marriage, mm-hmm. got to eighty dollars in late fees at Blockbuster. Yep. Why don't I know this? You, but I remember you standing there and knowing this. I don't. I maybe I purchased it. Maybe you did, because that's blockbuster. Shocking. Blockbuster sucked. What? They did. What are you talking? I have the best memories. We gave them the movies back. Why would they charge us eighty bucks? Because they were late. Whatever. Remember, they used to charge you like by the hour mm-hmm. that you were late. <laughs> well, and then there were some movies that, um. I know that we have movies that say that they're from Blockbuster and we shh, kept them. Shh. That's stealing. Stop it. <laughs> I do know that they sold them. Remember when they mm-hmm. would sell them? Yep. Yeah. Like um, two, two for previous, ten or previously something. Previously owned. 
Yes, something or whatever like it was. that. Mm-hmm. But we bought a lot. I, we bought a lot of movies. From we did. Remember Columbia House? Oh my God! Who? Whatever happened to Columbia House? Is Columbia House still a thing? God help me. I do you know how many accounts I had on Columbia House? Do you know how much money we probably owe Columbia House? Yeah, probably. We are because we, we would do we would do the free or wait it was like you choose five and it was like for three dollars or five dollars and you get to keep all of them and then you get one twenty nine ninety nine movie a month. And you can send also, it back. And they or, also did it with the CDs. Do you remember that? Yes, Columbia Music. I do remember that. You know, like all of these people, you have to think Netflix was a forward thing. They are still around. No, they're not. Doing the same thing. No, they're not. What's their offer right now? So you get two DVDs. <gasps> two? Hold on. You get two DVDs for nine ninety five with your new membership. Then every few weeks you get the director selection. Remember that? Yes. Um, and then you get sixty percent off of the regular club prices. And with every order of two DVDs or more, you get free shipping. But it has to total thirty five dollars. And then it says you can skip movies. And cancel anytime. And then it says, sounds great. Let's get started. That's shocking to me that they're still doing that in the day and age. And I'm talking about now because I feel like the the trajectory of where things are going is everybody's streaming their stuff. They're buying a digital copy of the movie. There's only a few select people who still want like a hard copy. Do you remember with Columbia House that we would get the little paper with the peel off stickers, mm-hmm. the stamps, mm-hmm. and you'd have to take the stamps and you'd put them on and then mm-hmm. you'd send in the thing? I do. On, on the on the app or on the website, mm-hmm. it's you select them and they put them down at the bottom like the little stamps. Wow. That's, that's wow. I don't know how they're making their money. I don't know either. I really don't. What other things like that did we do? We did Columbia House for DVDs, Mm -hmm. for movies. For music. And actually, can I tell you something? I remember, we're going to go back to that, but I'm saying I remember we owned pretty much every single Disney movie. Every single one. Even the ones that are locked in the vault. Remember, Mm -hmm. there was a lot locked in the vault. um, On VHS. And I remember having this conversation about, and I'm saying we, you and I, not me as a kid, okay? And us having a conversation of how can we just like get rid of all these VHS and now we have to repurchase everything on DVD. I remember us saying DVDs will never catch on. That'll never be a thing. And here we are, not even with DVDs. We went to Blockbuster, the Blockbuster. We went to Best Buy yesterday and we walked into a section that needed to buy a little adapter for a controller. And we saw little cases, like little tiny. Like three by three cases. Yeah, like super, like tiny cases for the video games. And it was the full game because it's a digital download. 
But they still, they're still printing it like on a little plastic box. Our Xbox does not have a spot for you to put in a DVD. Our computer. Yeah. My my laptop. Mm -hmm. There's no CD-ROM in it. No CD-ROM. Everything is downloadable. So that's the world that we're in. Right. So to think that Columbia House is still doing that. Um, I do remember something with books. Books. Yes. We did do a book thing. Yes. And it was for the kids, really. Mm-hmm. But it would it was something like that, too. You could choose, like, five books, and then they would send you a book a month. I don't remember what the book club was called, though. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember that book club. But other than that, I don't think that we had... I don't think we had anything else. Oh, we did Gamefly. We did Gamefly. And I think Gamefly that one actually, still, yeah, is game, still a thing. Gamefly was actually pretty good for for Mike. It, yes. It was, I feel like it gave him the opportunity to try so many things. And in fact, now I think that they actually have a digital store so that with your subscription, well, you can... It's like... um. Game, Game Pass. Pass or what's the other what's the other that the kids do on the PC? Steam. Is it, yeah, Steam. Where you well, can Steam get, is but free, Steam right? Is, right. It's just a bunch of different games, and but then some are for purchase and some are free. Right. Right. And yeah, so I I feel like Mikey had a a great time because he could try a game and even figure out do I even want this on my wish list or is it terrible? Mm-hmm. Subscriptions. What else? What else have we done for subscriptions? I mean, that's back in the day. Mm -hmm. But nowadays. Nowadays, it's more like you have a coffee subscription, a streaming subscription, you know. We we just, this past week, so this past week, we we tried out HelloFresh. Oh, yeah. Which is, it's a, a subscription. That's not what we tried, though, but. It's HelloFresh. It's, it's Home Chef. It's Home Chef. <laughs> What's the other one that that we tried HelloFresh before, oh, yes. and then we chose okay. Home. Just Chef. so that you guys know, we are not sponsored by anyone. We just do stuff the way we do it, and we just talk about it the way that we talk about it in reality. HelloFresh was very disappointing. So, uh, and that's a personal opinion. Yeah. So we we actually so we've been looking for a. Home, what is it called? A meal prep. Like a, a meal delivery delivery service? prep service, whatever. And the reason we've been doing that is, Cat is in school full time, and I'm running a business. There are times where we just don't have time to think about what we're gonna do for dinner or wanting to have to come home and put together stuff, whatever, right? And so when Ketmia went to South Carolina over the holidays, I had gotten a a thing from Hello HelloFresh for us to try it. And I jumped on and I could not find meals that we were happy with. Well, I mean, let's but, give some some of our feedback on mm-hmm. this, right? Why didn't we like it? Because actually, I know other people who've tried it and they really, really love it, mm-hmm. right? So we have very specific dietary desires and needs, right? Yes. Um, so although they they do allow you to choose things that are non-dairy or gluten-free or stuff, 
I felt like their choices, A, were more on the that's not what we're eating side, mm-hmm. you know? So they, I didn't feel like they really had a ton of choices in case somebody wanted to be vegetarian or um, changing out proteins. There was a lot of red meat. That's something that we're not eating. Um, so I didn't feel like that that was mindful of those things, right? Right. And then the second part was I didn't like the fact you have to pay for the subscription before beforehand. being able to see what there was available. Right, because now you've given a company your credit card information, your personal information, and you don't really even know if you want to sign up. Right. So once we got in there, all of a sudden all the options were, well, this is what there is, and... Right. You know. And, and so we made, like I went through and we made some choices and we were just like, this is not going to work for us. I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. Let's look and see if there's something else. And I canceled the subscription, but they forgot to do their part on their end and they sent us the box anyway. So. But I, we were good. Yeah. I called them, people. I called them up. I called them up and I was like, hey, you guys sent me a box. Um, we had canceled. What do I do? And they're like, oh, just keep it. So the week, <laughs> it actually ended up working out perfect because it was the week that Ketmia was in the Carolinas. So that's what I ate that week for dinner. And the produce that there was in there was... Lackluster. Lackluster. You showed me pictures. Yes. The, the zucchini looked like a shriveled pickle. That's saying much that's saying much. it looked like a gherkin i looked like a gherkin yes <laughs> anyways like the onion was super tiny and the potatoes just like there just was there was a miss like it just i was not sold i would I'm not i'm sorry did you hear a beep no okay did you i did hear a beep okay, <gasps> okay sorry pin hearing things that aren't there okay pin that so um so I had to use a lot of modification in those meals. I couldn't cook it the way that they said to do it because it was missing this or it was missing that or something was off or it just, it, it wasn't great. So I told Ketmia that, yeah, I'm not really sold on it. And we moved on from it. So we're talking about November, December, January, sometime. The beginning I mean, of, of January. A- after Christmas, we sat down and we talked about, right. okay, what do we want to try? And we looked through. And, and we looked through a lot of them. Because yeah, there's a lot of choices lot, yeah, out there's there. There's a lot of different choices. And um, Hello, no, what is it? Home, Home, Home Chef. Chef. Home Chef. Because, you know, when you start looking at stuff on your phone, everything pops up. So Home Chef pops up. And it says $90 off your first three weeks. So it's $30 off a week. And, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I was like. Mm, let's try it. It's, you know, it's 70 bucks for a week of meals for two people. It's worth the the try. Let's try it. So we ordered our first box. Well, and just again, let's give some feedback right off the bat. The experience even ordering was entirely different. Right. Yes. The things that stuck out were, hey, you don't want this protein? You can change yeah, you it can out. You can change it out. The, you my, want fish? You want... Do you want to be vegetarian? We have vegetarian options for you, right. too. And the other option that it did have was, here is our full menu for the next six weeks. Go Choose ahead and take meal. a look at it. Before, Do your stuff ahead of time, right. Yeah, before you even put your credit card in. Right. 
So we ordered our first week of meals. They came in last week. And we had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of meals. Can I tell you what I thought, how they were coming in? Because I didn't know how this worked out. Mm -hmm. I thought every day we were going to get like a meal delivery. Like cantina? No. That we were going to get a box and it was like, this is your Monday meal. Because you know how we chose it. It said Monday this day. And that's how I thought they were going to do it. So we were going to have to eat. This is what we're eating today. I didn't realize that they were sending you a box that was all of the meals that you chose for the entire week. Here you go. And now you can choose what to eat. I didn't know because I had never done something like that before. So we get the we get the box, we open it up, and you can visibly, immediately see the quality in produce. In produce, you can see the quality in the meat. Everything individually packaged and separated, and and that's and a huge organized. thing for me. How things are packaged, you can get me like that. I'm a sucker for that. Yeah, all the little bags mm-hmm. with everything. It was so neat. Yeah. I would almost even say that those bags are reusable if you wanted to. Yes, they are. You know, and I, and I so, um, I like for me the 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 immediate difference between the way um, Hello Fresh did and Home Chef did is Hello Fresh had a little brown bag, and everything was just thrown in there. You couldn't see any of it, but Home Chef was these clear plastic, sturdy, um like Ziploc carriers mm-hmm. that you could see everything in it with handles, with the name clearly printed on it. Like it was just so that right off the bat, bounds. if something was missing or something was spoiled, mm-hmm. you would know right away. Right. A question with the HelloFresh, did they send you also color um, recipe cards? So they they had a recipe card. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of looked the same. Okay. But they're they're. I mean, it was a step by step, big old recipe card that you could use or whatever. Because to me, that was a huge uh, plus in that there's. I mean, the meals have been so amazing that every time we eat, we're like, "Is this our favorite?" Was this one number one? Mm-hmm. Because I thought yesterday was number one, but I don't know now, right? Well, the other thing, too, with the directions on the on the cards, not, now that you just brought that up, I the difference between the Home Chef cards and the HelloFresh cards, the HelloFresh just went straight into instructions, but the Home Chef has a pre-instructions instructions that you read, and it tells you, like, for example, if they send you, like, we just did, um, on Friday night, we did poblano peppers stuffed with chicken, mm-hmm. and it was really, really delicious. They send you a big old red onion um, that gets used in two different parts of the recipe. If you're not paying attention and you go to step two, which was to make the pico de gallo, I would have used the entire onion. And then in step three, I needed another half onion. They're counting on people reading everything through first. Right. But Home Chef says onions get used twice. The cilantro leaves some for garnish. And it just broke it all down what you needed to do. So you know, as you're working through it, what you need to do. 
and it, it makes a huge difference because I followed the step by steps, and it tells you, okay, this one's going to be thirty five to forty five minutes. This one's going to be twenty to thirty minutes to to make, and they're spot on, like right on 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 point. And the other thing that I absolutely love is that at the end of the meal, everything is clean. All the garbage is put into this. I, I use the in, little the little, the little bag, right? I put everything right in there. There is nothing left over. There is no overage, no no spoilage of food, no leftovers, nothing. There's exactly two servings. And the first couple meals, we were like, there's no way that this is going to be enough. I feel like we need, like, we're going to need to add something. And we did to a couple meals. Well, we made a salad. We added a salad or a Capri salad or something. And what we realized at the end of the week was we didn't need those extra things because those meals were hearty. They were delicious. They were, you know, um, they were really, really good. Like, really good. And I'm looking forward to this week. We got another box coming tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a home run. Totally a home mm-hmm. run with this. And I mean, other people, and you know what? Maybe we just got a bad box with HelloFresh. You it know, was five different meals. I know, but maybe, maybe issues. it was just one of a glitch, you know? And because there, I'm sure that there's other people who have had really positive experiences and they absolutely love it. But for our specific needs and what we were looking for, Home Chef is what works for us. Yes, absolutely. And so totally like I would, if if you're thinking of trying a meal delivery service or something to help, I mean, I feel like even the time that it takes you being in the kitchen mm-hmm. is less because... Not, not that they have things pre-diced. I mean, they do have that option too. Right. They have some right. We did one meals. meal. They did one. We did one meal. Mm-hmm. It was fifteen. Everything was pre-cut for you. It was fifteen minutes to put together, and it was literally throw it all inside of a pan, oven dish pan, right? Aluminum pan. These are called like one sheet, mm-hmm. um, and just meals. mix it all together and go. And we were sitting down and eating. In 15 minutes, you are yawning a lot. I know. Have you ever, has that ever happened to you? On on the episode? No, not on the episode. But I'm saying like, you woke up just a little while ago and you're already ready for a nap. Every day? No. We we talked about this in the episode where I just constantly was yawning. Do you remember that? And that's, we probably had to talk about sleep because of that. Yes. It's so, so weird because someone said that to me last week that they were feeling like their eyes were having trouble, like just opening. And I understand that because there's some times where it's just like it just comes over you and you just feel like this need to just like I could just sleep right now. Mm-hmm. But there's you're not tired. So I don't I don't get why the body wants to do that. It's weird. Sometimes it just wants to rest. I guess. I guess. So, and now you're going to start. That's terrible. I know. That's terrible. Anyways, so Home Chef was amazing. So and that's looking, our latest looking subscription. Forward, looking forward to this week. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's been amazingly helpful. And, you know, I feel like even it's this week, I felt like it changed how we um, did our groceries. Because really, we're only shopping for breakfast stuff, which is really our shake, mm-hmm. right? 
And snacks, which are either, you know, the bars or fruit, it's, it really isn't what, like, what else do we need? The weekends. We're cooking on the weekends. Right? Yeah. And and it wasn't, and it wasn't. Today you're smoking a chicken. Smoking the chicken. You know? So the thing that, the only thing that this has um, brought on is normally we would have leftovers to take for lunch the next mm-hmm. day and this is not leaving us with leftovers so we're still trying to figure it out but i feel like it's a really good step in the right direction for sure so that's good now about hearing things that are not there mm-hmm. so i feel like i haven't really talked about school or anything that's been going on um but so this is about school so I have a friend of mine. We have been together since day one of starting college, right, again. Um, and her name is Alejandra. She likes to go by Ale. Um, and so she and I, we always take our break together or we come in together, whatever. So we're walking out on our break and we take the stairs in order to do some activity rather than just riding the elevator down, right? But there are these like big double doors that you open to get to the staircase and walk down, right? So we're walking towards the door and all of a sudden the door opens. Like, you know, not all the way, but it opens enough that we step out of the way to wait for the person behind the door to come in but no one comes in. Okay. So she pushes the door like, hello? There's no one there. The pressure of the... Okay, the pressure of the door would have caused it to open, what, a couple inches? No, it depends on the pressure that is inside the... Because it's one of those and mind staircases you, we use that's that s- inside. Yes. Yeah. Mind you that it's one of those... Uh, oh, I mean, one of those. We use that staircase every single day. We would know, hey, this door gets pressure, right? Nothing. We looked at each other like, well, that was really odd. Okay, whatever. We just went about our day. Now, that's the next day, the very next day, mm-hmm. our professor tells us that she was sitting, or not, she was out the, in the hall talking to our positioning professor right right outside of the lab where she teaches in okay they're having a conversation in the hall and and she said that she heard the arm of the machine move and she knows that there's a student who was there from another group okay who the positioning professor I guess was doing like some one-on-one work with Mm -hmm. and she hears like you know when you I guess when a person like clears your throat and then they spit and it's like they're hot they're what's it called they're hawking yeah right you know what I'm saying right and she says that she stops talking and she she knows the student who's there so let's just call him you know Bob I was gonna say Bobby Oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's call him Bob, right? And she's like, oh, my gosh. Bob is disgusting. 
I hope that he was not spitting, you know. Oh, I hope that he's the only one in there and it's not one of the girl students who's, who's doing that. And she says the positioning professor looks at her for a second and she's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, didn't, who's in, who's in the room? She's like, there's nobody in the room. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. And she's like, what are you talking about? I just heard the machine move and someone coughing or, you know, spitting up and, and hawking. Right. And she said, there's no one in the room. She doesn't believe it. Right. So she says that she investigates and there's no one in the room. And the, the positioning professor tells her, because she's a very mild-mannered, like, quiet, smiley professor. I don't know how, how to describe her. She's very sweet. But she tells her, haven't you heard? The, uh, the room is haunted. And there's lots of people who have claimed to hear things see things and there's no one in here right so our professor is telling us I know that they're pulling my leg and they're just saying this so that you know whatever so she goes to the program director and tells her what happened and she says yeah so that machine that is in that room apparently was recently acquired from a local hospital recently in the last few years, right? And ever since that machine came, there have been strange occurrences happening where doors will open and no one is behind them or you hear people talking or noises and no one is there. And so... She's telling the class this, like, somebody tell me I'm not crazy, right? And I told her, they're just messing with you. They're just saying that to you because you're obviously so affected by what's happening. And she was like, right, that's what I thought. But the program director, she's a serious, professional person, right? She assures her. professional people have fun, too. Well, she says that she feels like she would have told her, like, I'm joking. So she said, I don't know what to make of it now. So now, apparently, and, and my question was, why would a person want to haunt Kaiser University? Like, of all the places that you can haunt, why not go haunt a hospital? There are much more interesting places to go to than to come to Kaiser. I don't know. So there's people in my class who i guess are are very afraid of the supernatural <laughs> so, and they won't use the stairs now so they so then ale was like wait a minute tell her about the the door that opened that no one was there and i was like oh yeah that that did happen yesterday right we didn't think anything about it and she's like oh my god something's haunting this floor right mm-hmm. so so apparently we have a ghost there, which I think is very romantic, but. Well, we'll end with another ghost story. Another ghost story? Yes. So when I worked at Party City, I worked at the store in, on Kendall and 107. It's no longer there. But this was a very, very old building. 
and we needed to turn off Which the lights. Which party city? The 107 in Kendall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Next um, to the UFC thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we would close, we'd have to turn off the lights in the back of the building, and then we had two emergency lights that we left on, and we would have to walk all the way to the front, but the store is all dark and spooky and scary. And during Halloween, it's that's the point, right? Right. So we have, during the Halloween time frame, where we hire a bunch of extra people to bring them in to, um, to help with the extra rush. And we started to have, like, things... Well, this is always, but during Halloween... <laughs> There are shelves that just like spit stuff off. Okay. Like just stuff falls from shelves and like it's, it, it, you know, in a dark place in the middle of the night, all of a sudden you get something that falls off off of a shelf, you know, people are freaking out. And then some of the new people. And this was any time or only during Halloween? All the time. So not just during, okay. All the time. So we had one of the people that we had that were temporary um, just let out a scream one night because they're like, we just saw somebody run across the back of the store, but there's only three of us here and we're all standing right here. And she was freaking out like really, really bad. So I saw that as an opportunity to do something in the future. Okay. So about a week later, I took a um, a Mexican poncho that we sold. I tied um, balloon string to a hanger, right, and I put it on a hanger. I roll. I pulled up the the poncho to the top of the roof, like right like right in the front area. And when we shut off the lights, I had this little bit of string tied to the side of one of the rafters. And we turn off the lights and we start walking towards the front. And I wait for her to go passing by this little, this like space where I have this poncho hanging on the roof. And I pull the string and drop the poncho like right over top of her. And she has let out a blood curling scream, falls on the floor, goes into the pedal the pedal position. Yes, let's keep it. Let's the keep it. Fetal let's, position. Let's keep that one. The fetal position. And she starts crying. Babe. Hold on. She starts crying. And I am beside myself i feel like that moment remember in the office when jim played a prank on andy and then andy went berserk and then jim like looks at the camera like Mm -hmm. stop looking at me like i didn't do anything because he was not expecting it to go that way so i go rushing over and i'm like it was a joke it was a joke i'm so sorry are you okay give me the punchline she looks at me and starts laughing. Correct. She good for her. Busted me. Actually, I was betrayed. Yes, you My were betrayed. My assistant manager, who helped me put the poncho up in the rafters. I don't know 
know why people are surprised when someone Cold betrays hair. a secret like that. Horrible. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Because I actually thought you were going to tell a real ghost story like you never figured it out. I'm determined to hear we this. We never figured this, out this entity who, speaking who or is doing running thing. through the store. You probably had a giant rat. No, it was. You not. have candy in the store. No. Okay, move on. You know it was a rat. It was not a rat because a rat is not three foot tall. Okay, we're gonna go back to that just a minute, just a minute before we wrap up. But Nikki had a job at a local restaurant that used to be. A train stop locally here. Remember? Mm-hmm. It used to be a train stop or and a bakery at some point. Right. Okay. It, and when she started working there, they told her that because there's a, an upstairs place that they just use for storage, but apparently there's a family that lived upstairs. Something happened to the family. I've never done any research into like who owned that, what bakery was it, whatever, right? But they told her that that place is haunted and that people have said that they've seen things or heard things or whatever. Right. She went in there completely like, I don't believe any of that. Right. And she on several occasions told us that she was washing the dishes or putting something away or whatever. And there was this little kid who was like, excuse me, miss. Right. Where's the bathroom? And when she turned around to say, that way, there is no little kid. And she would go say, hey, did you just see a little kid? And they're like, there is no little kid in the store. There are no children in the store. And she started coming home saying, something is not right in there. Okay. So the unexplained, very interesting, right? But two, speaking about a three-foot entity, I just had a conversation with my brother about Bigfoot, okay? Mm -hmm. This is the older brother. Uh, Because he had, like, almost every picture I've seen of him in the last couple weeks, he's wearing a Bigfoot shirt. And it's always when he's working out, right? And so I made some comment about how this is clearly his workout shirt, right? And he said, no, it's just, it's a new shirt and he's my favorite monster. And I sent him a, don't get me started, I'm a believer. And he's like, I, I can't, I'm a believer too, right? So we're both discussing how... Bigfoot, I think there's a Bigfoot out there. Okay. okay? What does this have to do with a three-foot entity? Because that's exactly how Bigfoot started. Someone As a three-foot entity? I mean, at some point he was little. At some point, someone said, I saw something, an unidentified object... People change that to a UFO, but it was really. Oh my God. Are you serious right now? What? Think about it. It was an unidentified object. That is what a UFO is. Yeah. But they made it about aliens when it's actually about Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot. A UFO. Flying. 
unidentified flying object. Correct, correct. But I'm saying at some point it was just unidentified object. Anyway. Are you... Scientists have just recently discovered the skeleton of what they're calling a dragon-like creature from a lake. Could the Loch Ness Monster be dead? I agree that the Loch Ness Monster could be real. Okay, there we go. Just like Bigfoot. I'm not saying that Bigfoot can't be real. I know. But I just think he's just a jacked-up bear. I don't think he's a jacked-up bear. What do you think he is, like a human? That is. Yes, and I'll tell you why. And you guys can look this up on your own. This is how we're going to close here. A few months ago, ABC did a story on brothers who have literally been kept indoors their entire life. The episode that they did was called, and maybe it was 2020, it was called Wolf Pack. They were never let outside. They have extraordinary long hair, makes them look like a wolf man, okay? And there you go. Some people have like a condition where their hair grows abnormally long, I guess. So why couldn't Bigfoot just be a very strange looking thing? Okay. And with that, I think we will end this episode. Wait a minute. Look at how interesting that we started the episode talking about animals and we ended talking about humanoid animals. Oh, God. We still have the rest of the day to be together. (laughs) And this is how you're starting. Okay. So with that, we'll say... (laughs) (laughs) Until next time. Until next time. Guys, thank you so much for coming and joining us. And listening to our absurdities. If you know somebody who doesn't know about this podcast. Or who likes absurdities. Or who likes absurdities. Tell them they must listen. Subscribe. Quick. Spirit animal. Bear. My spirit animal. Squirrel. Boom. Till next time. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, guys.